Welcome to Coaching for Potential with Rory Rowland. Join national presenter and consultant Rory Rowland as he discusses another aspect of powerful coaching and how it transforms people to improve your organization. Welcome to Coaching for Potential with Rory Rowland. Hi, Rory. Paul, it is great to be here. Thank you, my friend. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad to be here. You are a uh, coach. You help mm-hmm. other people learn the skill of coaching as mm-hmm. opposed to um, some of the other skills that traditional training mm-hmm. gives you. Right. you. You do that too, but you've really focused on coaching. Yeah. What made you kind of make that turn to really focus on coaching? It's such a high leverage activity. Um, when you do it, you just you just really ramp up people's potential. Between potential and performance, you close that gap. Um, and I've just seen organizations that have had tremendous success with their bottom line, uh, with their sales efforts. All of those things have just, you know, they've seen tremendous success with that. And so I, I now became an, like an apostle of coaching, and I just go around and teach managers how to coach more effectively. Excellent, excellent. Now, the last two um, podcasts we had, you you talked to um, another mm-hmm. uh, leadership coach, I right. guess you can say. Talked to Dan Rockwell. You have another one now. Absolutely. So our next on the agenda is Lisa Hayes. Uh, she's a coach out of Minneapolis, and she has her website, which is called through-the-hayes.com. So through-the-hayes.com. So through the haze with dashes between both words. And she's just a great leadership coach. And I asked her, I said, tell me about your best successes oh. as a coach. And, you know, where she had been working with someone and they were struggling and uh, they needed some direction. And uh, she spent some time with them, um, helped them coach their career in the right direction. And I was inspired by her stories. And when I when I heard her stories, when, she, when we were talking, you know, individually about coaching and things like that, um, I was inspired by her story. And I said, hey, you've got to come on the podcast. And she was very, very kind to do that. And then this is her podcast of her telling her success stories. All right. Good morning, Lisa. How are you? I am great. How are you, Rory? I am doing terrific. And for those of you listening to the podcast this morning or any time during the day, we're here today with Lisa Hayes. She's a leadership coach out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, she's been working the last 20 years in professional and personal development for folks, and she says her strengths are helping leaders discover or self-discovery through an extensive self-discovery process. So, Lisa, glad to have you here today. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. It is great to have you here. So one of the things I was talking about when you and I were talking about coaching, and, and obviously we both do this for a living, and, and we're both – I'm a total geek on it. I know you are too. Uh, we started talking about success stories. And so what are a couple of your success stories? Because I know that's the thing that managers struggle with is, is we got an employee here, and how do we get them to a point where they're being successful and, and being uh, being successful in the organization? And so – I'm going to take you through that. Just what are some of the success stories that you've helped your clients through? Well, a couple come to mind. In, in reality, when I think of success stories, where I think of those times where the people that I'm working with have that aha moment, the mm-hmm. light bulb goes on, and they become really aware that there's something that they need to either fix or course correct or that practicing and working on themselves is really important. And so two um, examples really come to mind when I think about um, – executive presence and how we're showing up in the organization. Um, And there's one example of someone who hired me a while ago to work on their executive presence. They were looking to enhance how they were showing up in the organization. 
And through our dialogue and our conversation, it became apparent that this person wasn't really engaged in the meetings that they were in. They were multitasking, which a lot mm-hmm. of us do. Um, but the impressions that that can give to other people is that they're not really present or engaged in the conversation that's happening. And so we worked on kind of peeling that back a little bit and asking, I asked her questions about why was she multitasking, what was the purpose, um, and in reality, she had a lot on her plate. Um, and so we okay. started digesting that and talking about that, um, and we really talked about being present with people. And so she went... So, and if I can, I just want to interject here just real quickly. Did did her manager reach out to you, or did um, did... Or did she reach out to you? How did how did how did you get engaged? She personally reached out to me, so she was wow. looking to take control of her own development um, mm-hmm. and and how she showed up in the organization. And so okay. every time someone works with me, I give them what I call homework or simple things that they can do um, to make these little bit of impact, right, make a big impact by doing some simple things. And so I asked her to um, be 100% engaged in the relationships and engagement she was having, whether that be in the meeting and how she showed up or with people that she was working with. And um, she came back a couple weeks later in our next uh, session and gave me a debrief of her homework um, and said that she was 100% engaged in all of her meetings. She purposely did not open her laptop. She listened um, and engaged with the conversations that were going on. And she noticed that the people that were not engaged, who were multitasking, that there was a, an impression from the team leader or the person who was leading the meeting that they weren't engaged because they actually brought it up to her. And so it was an eye-opener to her that possibly for, you know, years past, she was giving that impression to people who are running meetings. Um, she also mentioned that actually engaging and not being so in the, you know, i got to get to the next meeting, i got to do all these things, when she was talking to her team, uh, she actually stopped, paused, and actually really truly listened to them when they were talking to her or asking her questions, that she built different relationships that she hadn't had before with teams within the organization that she was working with. And so she came to our next session and just said, this works. Like this little little thing that you had me do really made a big impact in how I feel now within the organization. So what's next? And so now we're, you know, we've worked on what was next, and we continued that process together. So that was a fun um, example of when, you know, doing something simple but really being self-aware really paid off for her. Mm. So I love, there's, there's a couple of things I love about that story. One is that she had the confidence to spend the money on herself for her own personal self-development. That's, I think that's Absolutely. remarkable. A lot of people won't do that, and, I, and, and they miss out on, you know, She'll probably get she'll probably get promotions because of this down the road. Where she would have those she would have gotten those promotions if she had never gotten uh, aware of that blind spot. Absolutely, and you know, as you grow within your within your career, those technical skills that you get hired for no longer are what going to get you promoted. It's these softer skills. It's these things. So her taking that proactive approach was really a powerful um, spoke powerfully to to herself as a leader. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think I just love that story. And then, and for her, her measure of success is the impact it made with her colleagues, her her impact in her career. And then also, where a team leader came up to her and said, "Hey, uh, were you aware of this?" So it was almost like you know putting a mirror up to herself, but seeing it yep. from the reflection of someone else. Yeah, seeing it through someone else's eyes. So yeah, it was right. And just the impact that makes that is absolutely terrific. And so. She's really ready to go on to that next step, and how do I go to that next step? How do I go to that uh, 
How do we continue this process of, of improvement? I love that. So right. what's your you, – you said you had another story, too, of, of success. Yeah, I have another story. We're actually hired by the organization um, to okay. come in and work with someone who was struggling with how they were showing up with people within the organization. So coming up across negatively, maybe saying things that weren't in line with the values of the organization, um, behaving in a way that didn't represent the leadership of the organization. And so I was brought in to help put a plan together and work with this person and coach them through it. Um, and so okay. it became apparent in our first meeting that this um, gentleman had no idea that there was this perception about him. And so one of the things that's really important when people are looking to hopefully make positive improvements is first they have to become aware that there's something going on. And so we actually sat down with leadership um, together and got true and honest feedback. Um, And I think that's what's really important is that if someone gets honest feedback, they can do something with it if they choose to. And so once he heard the feedback from um, people within the organization, leaders within the organization, uh, he he kind of had this look like, oh, my goodness, I didn't realize this was out there. I didn't realize this, this negative perception of me. So he had no awareness at all. So we went back, and together over the next six months, we put a plan together on how he was going to make simple right, and easy changes to his behavior, how he showed up, how he communicated, verbally and non-verbally how he communicated. And about six months after our first session, I got a call from the HR person who hired me, and she said, I just want to let you know, I'm not sure what you two are doing, but it is 100% noticed by everybody in the organization because they're asking what happened to so-and-so because he's now behaving the way that we had wanted him to behave forever. So it was wow. just this dynamic that once he became aware, again, he had no idea that he was um, showing up in a way that didn't reflect what he wanted. Uh, once mm-hmm. he became aware of it, he could actually put the work together. Now, I give him kudos because he could have chose to do nothing with that information, but he really didn't want to. He wanted to be seen as the leader that he thought he was, and so he did the hard work. Um, and it's something, you know, I say these are simple things that you can do sometimes, but it's simple in concept, but you have to be willing to do the work um, and actually change how you're showing up, and he really did over that six-month period. And we worked together for a period of time after that as well um, because it's not just done after that six-month mark. So we worked together for quite a while um, to change his behavior. Yeah, there's just a couple of things that came to my mind as you're telling that story. I mean, that's a great story, and that's what you really want to see in coaching. You want to see that transformation with people, that they uh, become self-aware and they take responsibility and they really do – uh, navigate their change. But the two things that, that I saw in that is um, what I call Annie and, and Appy, and that is the assumption of negative intent or the assumption of positive intent. And sometimes with organizations, you get branded by that person who's that, that intensely negative intent. And, and it wasn't that he had any negative intent at all. He had complete self-unawareness of what he was doing. Right. Right. And, and, and once it, he was aware, he had that positive intent to change it. Right. Because there was never a negative intent on his behalf, and his, his intent was actually to be positive, and he thought by joking and, and telling stories and things like this, that was creating connections, and really what it was doing was actually, and then my other point was, it was damaging his brand. He didn't, he, didn't, he didn't do any of the surveys to find out, what's my brand perception? Right, right, which is so important because you have to make sure that your brand, that you want it to be, and what others view it is aligned. And if there is, if it's not aligned, you got to do the work to fix it. So, yeah, that's exactly what he did. 
Yeah, because he, he created a brand he didn't want to have out there, and it was the brand that uh, I call it the water cooler brand that every, everybody else in the organization knows about it, and but clearly it was his blind spot. And that's one of the things that with coaching, and we've talked about in my other podcast in the past, the Johari um, uh, quadrants, you know, and talking to people about their blind spots. And everybody has those blind spots and those challenges that they face. And you really helped him overcome uh, you know, shine a light on that blind spot, he became aware of it, and then, ta-da, he was willing to make the changes so that he could in, improve his brand and, and improve his perception and his awareness of the organization. But the other thing that I really love about that story is that success uh, leaves clues. I, I loved how you said 100% of people in the organization became aware of the transformation he had gone through, and then HR reached out to you and said, I don't know what you're doing, but whatever it is, it's perfect because this is the person we wanted all along. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I, I check in with them once a year, and he's still operating in the brand that they want, which is That's excellent. kudos to him. It really does. Yeah, because, I mean, to to, to have that, uh, that you know, because I'm sure on the drive home that night from work after you had had a conversation with him and leadership had a conversation with him, he had that, that we've all had those come-to-Jesus meetings like, oh, Dag nabbit, why did I do that? Um, and we've all done it. We've all done it. I, I stand firmly accused. I can look in the mirror and say, "What did you know? What were you thinking?" And but but then he became aware of it. And he made the changes and did the work to do that, and was totally transformational. And, and I love that perspective too. And the other thought that I had in there is, I love transformational leadership, where you get to see people transform. Because I think everybody who's ever been in a leadership role. You know, they didn't start out as an outstanding leader. They didn't start out perfect. They polished themselves. They shaped themselves. They yeah. they worked on themselves. And then through pressure and intensity and all of those things that occur in your career, ta-da, you hope at the end of the end, at the end, yeah, you come out as a, a transformed leader that you've, you've transformed throughout your in, entire life. And and this right. person clearly did that. They they were trans, transformed through the process that you worked with them on. Yeah, and he's continuing to do the work because it's not, like I said, it's not just done. You have to be right. cognizant of it every day, and he really is. So it it really is to me. That's one of my m- most impactful stories, just to see him continually doing this work. Right, and then for the organization to say, you know, thank you for doing this, because that's the other thing that a coach can do, which is so important. To organizations and this, it, clearly, no one in the organization had the skill sets necessary to address this issue because it continued to operate for quite some time. Until they brought you in and said, "Hey, Lisa, can you fix this?" Yep. And yeah. uh, and, and and that's the, that's where a coach really adds value is, you know, those challenges that that organizations can't face or they don't have somebody internally that can fix it. Um, many times that you, as an outside coach, and I know I've had license with that too in my career, working with folks, and you you're able to have conversations that upper management doesn't have to shine a light to them and say. Here's how people perceive you, and, and, and this is what you're seeing. Is that the brand that you want to create? And I just think that's right. uh, such an important tool for coaches, and you do that. So that is absolutely yeah. terrific. So, Lisa, any closing too. thoughts on any of those two stories, and then how do people get a hold of you? Uh, you know, just those are two of many examples of just how people are taking that proactive approach, and that's really what I, I look for is, really working with people who want to take that proactive approach to their leadership. And that actually ends up being one of the first questions I ask is, are they willing to do the work? Because they got to want to do the work in order to 
see the progress. So um, that's just two many examples. I work with amazing people, as you do as well, um, mm-hmm. who are doing some great things in the organizations. So yeah, I'd love to see the me, transformations. Yeah, through my but, website is a great place to contact me, um, mm-hmm. and I, I the website is www dot through dash huh? the dash haze.com. And Hayes is H-A-Y-E-S, is that right? Correct. So through the Hayes, www.throughthehaze.com. There has to be dashes. So through dash the and then dash haze.com. And uh, that's the best way for them to get a hold of you if an organization out there needs you to help fix some of their folks. Very good. Well, Lisa, I love the stories because it is just so important for people to hear the success stories because sometimes they're dealing with those challenging employees and how do I overcome it? And and you've given them some hope that it's not impossible to do and you can do it if you just, you've got to have the conversations, give them the feedback, and then see if they're willing to change. Yes, and I appreciate you um, letting me share those stories. Absolutely. Well, thank you for being on the podcast today on Coaching for Potential. I love doing this. I love talking to other coaches like yourself that make transformation occur in the world. But thank you very much for being with us today. Thank you, Rory. Excellent. Now I can see through the haze. <laughs> I see what Lisa's telling us. She right? is absolutely. You, you now you get you get the whole concept of right. going through the haze because mm-hmm. now she's lifted the fog and you can see through the haze and you've got a clearer vision of your future of how to coach people and and uh, coach them to success. And guess what? When you coach others to success, you become more successful in your career. And that's that's her message. That's what she does. Tell us again how. Uh, we can get a hold of Lisa if we ever needed Absolutely. to. Absolutely. Lisa Hayes, her website is throughthehaze.com, but it's actually through-the-haze.com. So it's throughthehaze.com, but a dash between through and the, another dash between the and haze. And so it's just a great opportunity to get a hold of her. And she coaches lots of folks all over the country. She's been doing this a long time, and she's an excellent, excellent, excellent coach. And to get a hold of you to find out a little bit more about your um benefit to organizations absolutely they can get a hold of me at roryroland.com that's r-o-r-y-r-o-w-l-a-n-d.com and they can call me anytime i'll be happy to talk about their coaching things they need things like that all right thank you rory thank you my friend thanks for listening to coaching for potential with rory roland join us next time for another discussion about the power of coaching This has been a KCTK production produced by Paul Lavoda and Rory Rowland. For more information and content, visit RoryRowland.com.